Welcome to the Kick Pod, your weekly DM on the stuff that matters. Hello, Lawsy. Good morning from another place. Yes, so if our audio <laughs> sounds a little bit different, guys, it's because we are both uh, in self-isolation and decided to obviously... That means that we have to record from our own devices. So we're trying something new. Um, we hope, obviously, that that is all good with you because <laughs> it kind of has to be. <laughs> How well, are we you, thought, I'm going good. And I mean, we thought the podcast could be a nice way to, you know, stay connected. And I think we won't mm. have much to do at home, as much as usual, I suppose, without all the travel time and things. So we thought we need to keep doing this podcast. So yes. Yeah, that that's kind of where we're at. I'm going good. Um, just about to, after we do this, I'm going to do my kick workout. That's been helping me so much with routine, I find, by still getting my yeah. exercise done in the morning, like staying, um, kind of keeping the, the little bit of normality and, the, and getting mm. dressed after that. I mean, I have to say some days I haven't had a shower for my workout, but I am trying. <laughs> oh, I know. I am... Um there is some days where I'm like staying in my PJs. Um, I actually reckon I am getting changed more that I'm home than I do on a normal day. I reckon I get four, I'm like in four different outfits a day on average when I'm home. It's weird. (laughs) Yeah. So like, obviously I start off in like some real comfy clothes. Like most mornings I've been, cause I've think because I've got all day to like fit in my workouts now, I don't have to rush and do them in the morning. So I've been like getting in comfy clothes, making myself a coffee. And then whether or not like half an hour later, I get into active wear and work out that that'll be my second change and then I'll like be all sweaty so I'll have a shower and then I'll put some more comfy clothes on or some you know normal casual clothes and then I usually get out of those casual clothes back into comfy clothes towards the end of the day so I'm like (laughs) I feel like I've just got all this time on my hand that I keep like changing outfits it's very odd most of the time it's back into the exact same thing though like I feel like I've worn the same tracksuit pants and jumper five days in a row it's finally in the wash (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean I think I'm the same you just have those go-to comfy clothes that that Mm. you love I am loving seeing comfy clothes I've seen a few people get I mean I'm wearing fancy comfy clothes like when I say fancy I mean like not like I have like dirty gray track pants with um when I say dirty I mean like they clean got like paint stains on them and they're just like got a hole in them I'm wearing like nice trunk suit pants like ones that I could go outside in um and I've seen people doing a challenge where they get dressed up mm. for the day like they would mm. and I'm like oh I don't know if that challenge is for me right now because I don't really like wearing makeup I don't like wearing normal clothes and I don't like yeah like I need to wash my hair though yeah, I was going to say the other day I um, I washed my hair, I, I actually styled my hair, I put makeup on and I put normal clothes on and it did actually feel really good and um, and I just felt like for the rest of the day, even when I put my tracksuits back on, I like put a clip in my hair and made it look kind of cute. Like I just <laughs> felt a lot more put together. But it was funny because when I got in the shower, I was, and I hadn't washed my hair in like six days and I was like, okay, well, if I'm taking the time to wash my hair, might as well shave my legs while I'm here, shave my underarms. And I just did the whole thing. I did basically everything except put a tan on. And I just, I don't know, I did feel a little bit more put together, but we'll see if that happens again. Ever since I haven't, I haven't done anything again. So <laughs> Maybe I'll try it, might it once. Be, <laughs> it might be like a once a week thing that we do while we're in isolation. <laughs> 
Anyway, let's get into our kick special shares. (laughs) (laughs) You want to go first? Okay, so I... I feel like I am on rotation of the same sort of things, but I have actually started watching a new show with Josh. Um, It's the F1 documentary on Netflix, um, Formula One. So we watched the first season, um, which I know we're behind on, but we caught up on the first season and I've never, ever cared about Formula One as in like, I'm just not, I love cars, but I'm just, I've just never really been into them like racing around a circle. But now <laughs> that I have understood all the kind of like politics and competition and like how cutthroat it all is and the drama and obviously there's so much danger, um, I find it so interesting hearing the ins and outs and seeing everything from behind the scenes and getting to know the drivers and everything. And now I'm into it and I'm so shattered that the GP didn't happen. <laughs> Even though when it was here, I was like, eh, you know, it's there, but whatever. Now that I've watched the show, I'm like, oh my God, that's such a shame <laughs> that it didn't happen. Um, so I highly recommend that show. Even if you're someone like me who doesn't really think that they're going to be interested, I think you'll find that it, it's quite a good watch. See, I have watched, I can't remember which one I watched, but I watched some type of F1 documentary and it actually, I I did enjoy it, but then someone actually had an accident and then they died in the one I watch. And so now I just get so sad when I watch it, so I can't watch it anymore anyway. But it it was very good when I was watching it. Mine is um, an episode, well, the latest in conversation episode of Shameless um, podcast, which was with Dylan Alcott. So I absolutely loved um, the podcast the way I've heard Dylan speak so many times. I just love listening to him and I always go back. I often won't re-listen. Like if I've heard someone's speak on a podcast maybe three times, I'm not often going to go back and listen again because I've kind of heard everything. But with Dylan, I just always find myself going back and listening and he, I always learn something new every single time and mm. I just took so much away from that podcast, his outlook on the world. And I think, I mean, he speaks for people who um, are disabled and kind of gives them a voice, which is amazing. But I think it's actually something, even if you are fully able-bodied, it's so important that you go and listen to it. His perspective on everything is just mm. incredible. And especially during this time, um, I, you know, obviously we're all really stressed and there's a lot of bad things happening um, in the world, but I think it just put a lot of things into perspective for me. Um, and it was really great. And he also offered some really fantastic advice on why we should be staying inside during this coronavirus time. Mm. Um, Obviously, he he spoke through a lot of his friends that have um, autoimmune disease or some Mm. uh, have some type of condition. Um, He's staying inside for them. And Mm. I think that was really important um, to hear and really hit hard. So, yeah, I really recommend listening to that one. Yeah, absolutely. I listened to it too. And um, I mean, obviously, we were very lucky to also be a part of that one. Um, it was such a good episode. And I agree, I could, I can never stop listening to Dill. He's um, a, a massive inspiration. And um, his words of wisdom, just it, it's everything he says makes so much sense. Mm. Um, so that's a good one. Good kick share. Okay, so I have actually got another recommendation. Sorry for, um, sorry for that, but I'm just going to quickly share with That's you. That's right. So, We've all got all the time in the world. <laughs> um, so Dylan Alcott, obviously, 
highly recommend the Shameless podcast, but he's actually also released his own podcast. It's called Listen Able. Um, and there are six episodes um, already released that you can go and listen to. It's a really, really, really good listen. I, I can't wait. Um, I've listened to the first part of one of the episodes, but I can't wait to get back into it. And that's going to be kind of what I'm going to fill my next few days with, I think. Yeah, so he, his podcast basically talks to people, I suppose, who often don't get given a voice, which is, mm. again, what you said earlier, so special about what he does. But um, it's cool because I think it's important to learn from uh, different, you know, different abilities and everything it's it's nice to learn their own stories and where they're coming from and their perspective on things um particularly if if you have never I suppose had a friend or a family member or anything that has one of those disabilities it's important Mm. to I suppose remember where they're coming from and um what what life is like for them and everything like that so I'm looking forward to listening to them too that is that is okay for you to share two special shares because it was a good one lot thanks all right now for today's podcast Steffi who do we have we have our one of our awesome uh, meditation coaches, Meg James, on our Kick app. She has actually been producing content for us for such a long time, and she's so lovely. It was actually so nice to um, chat to her on the podcast. I feel like I've gotten to know her so much over, um, I mean, we know each other over email, but like getting to know her through actually following her meditations. It's like, she's put Mm -hmm. me to sleep, you know, she's, she's very close to me, her voice. I don't know. It's very (laughs) soothing. Anyway, today, um, we ask her a little bit, um, about her own journey with meditation, uh, her own relationship with it, how she found it. Um, and also a lot of tips for beginners. So if you're someone who, um, isn't really sure where to start with meditation or, um, has maybe started, but you're not really sure if you're in the right direction. I think this podcast will help you out a lot. Um, but yeah, it was just really refreshing to hear that. Um, uh, well, you're about to hear it, so I'm not even going to go into it. <laughs> if you want to find Meg's meditations in the app, you can find them in the wellness hub. So if you go on there, it's mm. with all of our non-equipment workouts and with the yoga and the Pilates. There's also a button, a big button that says meditation. So if you click on that, you can hear more from Meg on there. And also, guys, we have also released our new live schedules. So we're so excited that you guys have loved um, working out with us live. So Laura and I will continue to see you Wednesday mornings at 7 a.m. Um, but we've got Meg joining us. Uh, she'll be taking over our Instagram accounts and Facebook and doing a live every Monday uh, evening at 8 p.m. Melbourne time. So that's all in the schedule as well. So you can actually um, get to do a meditation with her. Which is really cool. I'm really excited to. Uh, obviously, when this comes out, one would have already passed, but for the next two weeks, you can join in. But for now, here is our conversation with Meg. Hello, Meg. Thank you for joining us. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. So, you are in your home with your little ones. How's it been? Um, messy and chaotic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, But at the same time, it's been quite lovely for us to have that extra time together. Um, And in many ways, being in isolation isn't actually that different from mum life. (laughs) Oh, that's nice. That's nice. I've seen 
I'm seeing everyone, um, like I've got a few friends who are new mums and they're saying it's it's quite, as you just said, it's quite similar to their normal life really. Yeah. Um, but then I'm also seeing not comparing puppies to babies, but I'm seeing a lot of ba- people are getting puppies at this stage. And I thought the other day, this is actually the best time to have like a newborn or a puppy or something because you've just got all the time in the world. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And do you know what? If you have a puppy at the moment, um, if the lockdowns, you know, become more strict. Having a dog is it a reason why you're actually allowed to go out for a walk. Uh, so it's a good excuse if you're looking to get one. <laughs> that is good. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, so we are so excited to have you on. We absolutely love having you a part of the program. Um, love your meditations. Oh, Always have. You. You've been practicing for a very long time, haven't you? So you started around the age of four. Um, mm. I read that your mum was a fan of meditation. Yeah. Um, but then you spoke about losing touch with it a little bit through your 20s. Do you yeah. want to just speak a little bit about your journey through meditation and mm. um how it's been for you over your life? Yeah, absolutely. So um, mum used to read like guided meditation stories to my sister and I when we were little, which was just so divine. It was such a lovely way for us to kind of wind down at bedtime. Um, So it was quite sort of normalised in our family. And then when I was a teenager, I just kind of got into that like usual teenage um, way of being where I had mum saying, you know, you should meditate, Meg, like if you're feeling anxious or stressed. And I was like, no, that's so lame. I want nothing to do with it. (laughs) Um, And at that time, I got more into yoga instead. And that was kind of like my meditation practice. Um, And it was interesting as my yoga practice progressed throughout my late teens and into my early 20s, um, I just incrementally came back to meditation. It sort of started with the Shavasana at the end of the yoga practice and then um, the studio that I was practicing yoga in was offering um, the opportunity to just stay a little bit longer afterwards and meditate. And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to give it a try again um, and see how I feel. And I just loved it. And it made Mm. such a big difference to the anxiety that I was carrying around and that feeling of like, I don't really know who I am. I don't really know what I want. um, And being able to kind of connect with myself on a deeper level. So yeah, it was probably sort of like my early to mid twenties that uh, I really ramped up the practice, and I started meditating every day consistently, um, just by listening to guided meditations that were available online. And I, it just kind of happened one day that this became my job. Um, I don't exactly <laughs> know how, but yeah, it's been a really, really amazing and transformative journey, and I think it's the thing that's kind of shaped me as a person. Oh, that's so beautiful. Um, well, yeah, we absolutely love your meditations and um, we've been doing them so much, especially in this time. I think it's it's such a stressful time for everyone and there's so much unknown and I think that kind of is making people's anxiety even worse. Um, why do you think people should meditate? I mean, I feel like in this time it's probably a really kind of nice time to start because it might be able to help people but why do you Mm. think people should start I think meditation is such an amazing tool to use for stress relief first and foremost and particularly in times like now where we're facing things like 
um, so much uncertainty. And I mean, uncertainty is kind of always there for us anyway. Um, but dealing with things like uncertainty and anxiety and um, I don't know, just navigating life itself, which can be full of all sorts of different twists and turns. Um, meditation is the most powerful tool to reduce your stress response um, in the way that it actually changes your brain. So research has shown that a regular meditation practice actually shrinks your amygdala, which is um, our brain's sort of stress center. Um, so it helps to reduce that fight or flight response that I think a lot of us get stuck in. So instead of just automatically feeling like really reactive and heightened emotions and um, that sort of overwhelm, it can help to mitigate some of that to bring you back down to a place of kind of responsiveness and calmness and clarity of thought. And that's so powerful uh, from a mental health perspective more than anything as well. Oh, absolutely. It sounds like I need to be doing uh, meditation maybe more often. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm trying. Like, I, I'm, I've certainly been enjoying it and um, including it more in my routine, yeah. but I, I still fall into that fight or flight way too often. Oh, my God, don't um, we all? You- <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned um, before that for a moment that your yoga practice was kind of your way of meditation. Yeah, yeah. And there's so many different ways of meditation, not just guided meditations, mm. which I personally, uh, mm. that they're my favourite at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, if someone's looking for, I suppose if they're a beginner and they're really not sure where to even begin, um, is there a starting point you believe someone should probably start with a guided meditation or is there a different one? And then how do they kind of work out what's going to be the meditation for them? Mm. Like how should they feel? Oh, Absolutely. Look, I think the thing is, is that everyone is so different um, and there are Mm. lots of different meditation sort of uh, styles and philosophies out there that are quite prescriptive and they say you have to meditate for X amount of minutes every day um, in order to get the benefits. And I don't really believe that that's true. I think that Mm. uh, my philosophy is practice small amounts, but consistently So if you're a beginner, the idea of meditating for like 20, 30, 40 minutes seems so overwhelming. Like, oh my gosh, to Mm. sit and do nothing Mm -hmm. for that whole time, that's impossible. Um, So start with three or five minutes. And I think that's one of the things that is so amazing about the meditations that we share on uh, the Keep It Cleaner app is that there are some of those shorter options Uh, Mm. So start with those, try the guided style. Um, That might not work for everyone. Some people might think, you know what, I just want to try meditating with my breath or meditating Mm. with a mantra like let go or so hum. Um, And that's an option too. You know, I think that it's actually quite helpful to try a few different styles, try a few different teachers, um, something that resonates with you might not resonate with someone else so yeah I think that if you have a bit of a play around and and make it enjoyable and a joyful experience rather than just like I have to do my meditation practice because it will help me de-stress that's kind of the best way to start and as you become more accustomed to meditating you might 
want to then lengthen the time that you're practicing. Mm. You know, it might feel like, oh, I actually want to linger in this a bit longer and, and go for maybe five, 10 minutes today or, or maybe 20 minutes. You know, you kind of just get to that point naturally over time. Um, but also there are lots of different physical ways that we can find that sense of getting into a med- meditative state too, like through yoga or surfing mm. or going for a walk or a run. Uh, so it doesn't always have to be that kind of stillness practice uh, that might seem more difficult for someone who is particularly anxious as well. Yeah, okay. Mm. It's nice because we've already had the feedback from some people um, who love the meditations on the app that mm. they're ready for those longer ones. So yeah, it's, amazing. it's really nice. Um, but I agree. I had to start with the, the shortest, <laughs> short <laughs> meditations because I was such a fidgeter. And I, yeah. I honestly reckon also that um, the more I've gotten into yoga, the more I've gotten into meditation. Yes, absolutely. They go hand in hand. Yeah, I'm exactly the same. I remember when um, kind of, I hadn't really heard of meditation and then I found it was all over social media and I was mm. like, okay, I have to do it. And I thought to do meditation, you had to sit in silence with yourself for 20 minutes and be able to center your thoughts into like three words or something. And I was like, this just can't work. I can't do it. And I, I used to get so mad at myself because I was like, I usually, if I practice, I can do things. But with that, I couldn't. And then finding out about guided meditations, which I just prefer so much. Um, oh, it's, yeah, it really helped me. Yeah. And it's so funny. People still say to me the whole time, they're like, I just can't clear my mind. Like I can't empty my mind of thoughts. There's still so many thoughts going on. And I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions. Like your mind is still going to be busy when you're meditating. Um, Mm. Asking your mind to stop thinking would be like asking your heart to stop beating for a little while. Like it's just impossible. Um, So what we want to do is let thoughts be there, but try not to engage with them as much. So that's where the guided meditations are helpful because you've got someone there in the background saying, you know, come back, just come back to the guidance, (laughs) come back to your breath, come back to your body. And and it's kind of a bit easier to know that you're on the right path and you're doing a beautiful job, but it is hard work. Meg, is there any other tips other than obviously what you've already shared for Mm. beginners? Um, like maybe the, the simplest of simple tips um, for someone that has absolutely never, ever tried it. They might have even never tried yoga. Um, should they sit? Should they lie down? Like where mm. should they be? Like watch, where should they begin? Mm. I think the thing is um, you want to be as comfortable as possible. So if it's comfortable for you to sit, then sit. If it's comfortable for you to lie down, lie down. Um, I think the less rules, the better. So make yourself super comfy. Um, Be somewhere that you're not going to be interrupted. Uh, So Mm. be in bed or um, on a sofa in a separate room. Um, Some people can meditate in their car, just, you know, sitting there with the guidance going through Bluetooth or whatever. Um, But, yeah, just find somewhere that's going to be peaceful and quiet for just that short little bit of time that you're practicing and uh, if you are listening to a guided meditation plug in and let go of the expectations that you have so you might actually not feel relaxed through meditating um, when you first start you know as you said that you felt quite restless and fidgety 
um, that's totally normal too. So I think letting go of those expectations and the judgments that we have around things really helps. So just go into the practice with a really open mind and heart and let it unfold. Um, And you might finish that first meditation thinking, oh, that was a waste of time. Didn't work for me at all. Um, But go back, you know, try it again, try it again, try it again. And you might notice incrementally that it gets a little bit easier and a little bit more enjoyable as well. And all of a sudden, hopefully you'll find yourself hooked like I am um, and you'll just keep (laughs) going back for more. Well, we can't thank you enough for your time. We're actually really excited um, for everyone listening uh, later on in the podcast. We are going to play one of our favourite meditations um, from you on our app um, so everyone can try. Obviously, if you're driving, maybe don't do driving if you're listening to this driving. (laughs) (laughs) But we should all be in ISO and sitting at home anyway. Um, So, yeah, we're really excited to share one of your meditations with everyone. And again, we can't thank you enough for being a part of the kick program we love you and the the girls absolutely love your meditation so yeah thank thank you you. so much i love you guys too and (laughs) yeah i hope everyone enjoys their isolation and their opportunity to meditate so we hope you guys enjoyed that chat. I have learned so much um, from Meg through listening to her guided meditations and mm. I just love her perspective on it. As, as I was saying in the podcast, I used to think meditation just wasn't for me because I'm not able to sit in my own thoughts for 20 minutes and I just couldn't focus on, as I was saying, like mm. the mantras or whatever you're meant to do. But <clears throat> for me, guided meditation has been amazing and I find them I just can connect with them so much and as Meg said in in that conversation what I loved is that it doesn't matter if there's still things racing through your mind like it doesn't mean that you failed the meditation but I think sometimes that that's how what that's what I thought about it kind of before um I learned from Meg Oh, totally. I found that so refreshing hearing her say, it's okay that thoughts come up. It's okay if you still feel a bit fidgety. Um, Even, I suppose, once you get into practice, there is going to be days like that. And I think that's so nice to hear because I agree. I feel like when I 